everyone, and welcome to this week's Prep Rally Podcast. My name is Dominique Yates. Joining me, as always, is Jason Frakes. Jason, I am not singing this week, so <laughs> I hope you're Thank happy. God. Yeah, I got a, too much hate mail <laughs> after last week. No, I didn't, but <laughs> I should have. But uh, I think the numbers did go down after that, so I'll make sure not to have any songs this week. But maybe after the state championships, we'll see. Anyways, let's jump into it. We have a lot. Yep. It's semifinals, and what we're doing, as you people saw from last week's show, we're going to pretty much talk about every game now because these are the ones that matter. It is literally the road now to the state championship. Yep. And um, there have been a few interesting outcomes from last week, and there's going to be some really good matchups this week. And I think that's going to be the one fun thing because I went ahead and did like our predictions and picks uh, that we do each and every week. And this week, even more than before, it took some actual, hold on, let's yeah. let's look at some teams and let's look at some digging. So I think that's a good indication that we could have a really good week. Yeah, there's there's definitely some interesting matchups. Uh, you know, we've got a lot of the the old timers who are here a lot. And, you know, you've got three teams that are in the state semifinals for the first time ever. And, yeah. Uh, Logan County, East Carter, and Bethlehem. So yeah. uh, it's, it's nice to see that. It's nice to see some new kids on the block. And I like it. I think at least, I think at least one, maybe two of those have a chance to uh, get on to the state final. I think Logan County is going to have a, a tough time at Boyle County, but I think East Carter and Bethlehem both have chances to get to the final. So uh, you know, we'll, we'll maybe see some. Uh, some new kids uh, at the state finals uh, next week at UK. You keep seeing saying new kids on the black yeah, block. Are you just gonna <laughs> are you gonna drop a song there or not? It's a long podcast. <laughs> that's awesome, but I like it and it's fair and it's fitting. New kids on the block. That's great. So let's jump right into Class A and we'll head up to Six A and let, let's do some picks. Let's break them down and um, let, let's have some fun with it. So let's start with Class A and. You had Bethlehem at Russellville. Um, first things first, I watched Bethlehem last week against KCD. Picked KCD to win the game. They were at home. They've had momentum. They were playing in the state final last year. They have a lot of pieces that played on that state final team. And Bethlehem just dominated the game. I mean, they won 49-10. to 10. It was not much of a contest at all. Very, very, very impressed with the team that Bethlehem has. And they have a lot of guys that stepped up and – um, Zane Wycliffe really impressed me. Ladarian Montgomery, Cooper Stone, the quarterback. They have a lot of good weapons. And Russellville, a team I'm familiar with, I covered them back when I was in Bowling Green, as I can mention with a few teams. And uh, this is the best season they've had in a long time. Um, best season since Mikey Benton has been the head coach, a young guy there. He's done a really good job, played there, played at Kentucky. Uh, they're 11 and 1. And yeah, this is some really, really uh, competitive football, and they have a lot of seniors. So this is going to be a big game, and uh, it's going to be a great contest at uh, the famous Ray Stadium in Russellville. Um, I guess what are you um, making of this? Yeah, I think it's a it's an interesting matchup for sure, and I think maybe we've sort of been – or I have sort of been undervaluing Bethlehem all season. Yeah. Um, you know, they, th- their two losses, they lost at Eastern in, in August, a game they could have won. Uh, that was 52-42, to 42, so, you know, against a 6A foe. And I think I probably downgraded them a bit when they lost their regular season finale to Sayre. I, I was yep. surprised by that, and I thought, well, maybe they're not quite as good as, as – uh, 
we thought they were, but uh, they they really picked it up in the playoffs and 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 dominated KCD. Um, Russellville, you know, we'll see. I you know I picked Russellville to get to the state final before the playoffs started, so I'm sticking with them. But I I almost think if I had to do it over again, I I might pick Bethlehem in this game because I think they're playing better. But because I picked Russellville before the playoffs started, I'm gonna stick with that and I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Panthers. I think that's a great point. Bethlehem made me a believer. Yeah. Um after watching what they did against KCD because same thing. When I was looking at scores before the KCD game, I'm like, okay, they lost to Eastern by ten. KCD beat Eastern early to start the year, and then you mentioned the Sayre game and yeah. it was just like a, it was back and forth, but when Bethlehem took the field, not only this playoff run against, you know, when they played Fort Knox and all of them, it hadn't been a contest. Showing that, playing the best football when it matters. So after seeing what they did against KCD, I'm going to go with Bethlehem in this game. So I think they'll uh, find a way to get the job done and um, get a huge road win against a uh, Russellville team uh, that has a lot of momentum. Uh, last in Class A, Raceland at Pikeville. Pikeville has been, I mean, cream of the crop in that yeah. class. Uh, they have played exceptionally well. They, you know, won the state title in 2019, and uh, they're rolling right now. And that's the team I, I like. I'm picking them over Raceland. Raceland's really good too, 12 and one. Um, they played really well. But in terms of when I just look at the the experience factor and who's on the field. I got to go with Pikeville in this game. Yeah, Pikeville was my pick to win it all, and I'm, yeah. not, I'm not, you know, varying from that. They have the best team, I think. Yeah, Rayson's got a nice record, but hasn't played nearly the schedule Pikeville has. Exactly. Uh, Pikeville's big three: Isaac McNamee, uh, Blake Birchfield, and Zach Lockhart. A really good trio. Uh, McNamee's uh, committed to Murray State, and yeah. I, I think they roll in this game. Yeah, and especially on that level to have it's, it's college players, and they have some big numbers. So. Yeah, I think that's going to be the team to beat. Class 2-way, you got Middlesbrough at Lexington Christian. You also have Mayfield at Beachwood, starting with Middlesbrough at Lexington Christian. I mean, it's tough, but right now I'm probably going Lexington Christian to probably win it all. (laughs) I got a Beachwood-Lexington Christian state final. I think they've been one of the best teams, period, in high school football. Um, I think they're probably one of the five best. Um, along with you know, Mel and St. X, and you can probably throw in like a South Warren, Boyle County. Um, I think Lexington Christian's very much up there. So I got them winning this game, and I, I'll go ahead and jump ahead. I got them meeting yeah. Beachwood in the state final. Yeah, I mean, what, what a, you know, a, tr- a quartet of teams there. You Absolutely. Know, four teams, you only have one loss. Mayfield's the only loss. The <laughs> other teams are 13-0. and 0. So uh, the cream of the crop in 2A uh, definitely has gotten to the, the semifinals. But I'm with you. I've got LCA over Beachwood in the final. Um, Lexington Christian's really, really good. Xavier Brown's one of the best running backs in the state, headed to Virginia. The, the one interesting thing about the Mayfield-Beachwood matchup that I, I guess I really hadn't um, remembered is they've met in the playoffs seven times <laughs> since 2002. Mayfield has won every single one of those games. Wow. So, um, you know, Beachwood's definitely got a little revenge on their minds, I think, uh, going into this one. They got it at home. You know, they got Cam Hargott, who, yeah. you know, was a co-Mr. Football last year, came back. Um, <laughs> Beachwood is number one in the state in scoring defense, 5.8 points per game. Number two in the state in scoring offense, 48.3 points per game. So they're they're not only winning, they're dominating people. And uh, I, I think they'll find a way and, and set up a really interesting uh 
uh, rematch in the, in the 2A final, that Beachwood LCA game, I think went to overtime last year uh, before Beachwood won. So uh, we'll see how that plays out next week. Let's look at Class 3A, which we've talked sure. about before. It's the most wide open class there is. First things first, you got Paducah Tillman that shocked the world and beat Christian Academy. Christian Academy, yeah. after, you know, up until about two weeks ago, that was my pick to probably win the state title because of how they were playing and uh, they had all type of momentum. Paducah Tillman's reward for upsetting Christian Academy, you're playing probably the best team left in Class 3A in Glasgow. Glasgow, uh, Jeff Garman has done great there. He, you know, replaced the Hall of Fame coach in Rick Wood. Uh, several years ago when they really haven't uh, missed a beat. Uh, it is still hard to believe with that history. They haven't been to the state semifinal since 2017, but I think this is kind of their year to finally get back to that state championship. I think it was 2011, yep. last time they played for a state title. Uh, so I think this is their year to get back there. Um, and then waiting for them would be Belfry, who has – Turned a huge page. Philip Haywood has got them rolling right now. They were able to beat Bell County, and they played some good football. And you got East Carter. Uh, so right now, I'm I'm going Glasgow East Carter uh, state final, um, and I think that this is really Glasgow's to win it now. Yeah, I think it's Glasgow's to win, and and I'm taking them to beat Paducah. Who obviously, if they can beat Cal, they can beat anybody in that class. Yeah. So I wouldn't be shocked. Um, but but I'll take Glasgow. I had Glasgow get to the final before the playoffs started. Remember, I told you before the playoffs started, started Belfry was going to be here. Yeah. Uh, you know, despite yeah. their record, they started off 0-5. Uh, Philip Haywood's got them going. They've got Isaac Dixon. And I'm picking them to beat East Carter. Uh, wow. You know, this is the first time East Carter's ever been to the state semifinals. Um, you know, they had a pretty easy one last week against Mason County, 38-10. to um, I, I just think Belfry, with their history, their pedigree, uh, that they're going to find a way to get back to the state final and, and set up, you know, what could be a really, really interesting matchup between Belfry and Glasgow in the state final. That would be fun. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. You have a, you could throw in, you know, blue blood with yeah. you know the goat himself, Philip Haywood, in a Belfry program that's one seven, and then you would have. New slash old blood with yeah, with Glasgow. Glasgow. Like they've been there. Yeah, they they don't have the tradition that Belfry has, but Glasgow's been a heck of a, a program over the last forty or fifty years. So. They have, and they love their football there yes, in Glasgow. Do. That's yes, for sure. Do. Class four A. You got Logan County at Boyle County. First things first. I mean, we talked about what about Logan County? Yeah. The performance they had against Spencer County. They scored fifty two points, winning a region title. I don't care. We said this last week. I'm going to say it again, mainly because we covered it when we were in Bowling yeah. Green at respective times. We covered that losing streak. Yeah. I remember one game when Bowling Green scored 90 points <laughs> against Logan County in a high school football game, and now they're winning region titles. Yeah. They're 10 and three. It's still unbelievable. Even though I picked Boyle County to win, I do against Logan County. It's still incredible, Logan County. Yeah got there, and Todd Adler, what he's done with that program, and it's been consistent, too. It's not like they just had that 10-0 regular season and they've had a drop-off. They've still been winning district titles, and now you add a state semifinal appearance for the first time in school history. 
there should be parties all yeah. I mean you got Russellville and Logan County yeah. playing so yeah. this is the one year they should all just come together and have like parades yes. down there yes. so I think it's really awesome for them and it's a really great small town yeah. um, even though I do pick Boyle County to win again tip of the cap to Logan County yeah, it's it's hard to pick against Boyle County. I yeah, think they're, they're you know they're obviously the team to beat in four A uh, with Jagger Gillis, their quarterback, and yeah. Cole Lantner, who the wide receiver who just picked up a UK offer this week. So, um, you know, I, I think you know it's it's a it's a, like you said an incredible story what Logan County has done over these last twenty or thirty years and turning around that program. And uh, Todd Adler deserves a lot of credit. And you know, so you know, I'm taking Boyle County, and then you know the other four A semifinal. You got Franklin County at Johnson Central, oh, which boy. Um, for me, this may have been the hardest pick it was. Uh, of the all of all twelve games Friday night. You know, I think this is a really even matchup. Kind of got uh, contrasting styles. Franklin County kind of opens it up a little bit with Cade Mormon. Johnson Central's going to run the ball. They're going to run the ball. They're going to run the ball. Uh, and I, I was leaning towards taking Franklin County in this one, and then. You know, not to get too cliche or anything like that, but, you know, Johnson Central's sort of riding this wave right yeah. now. You know, their coach, Jim Matney, died uh, back in twenty uh, back in September after a battle with uh, COVID. Yeah. And you kind of get a feeling, you know, that this team is 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 uh, is sort of winning for him. Playing right inspired. Yeah. And, uh, you know, for them to do what they did to Corbin last week, Corbin's a really good team. And, you know, it wasn't even close. It was 34-13. to 13, So, uh, playing at home with all of that, I'm going to take Johnson Central to get to the final against uh, Boyle County. I did too, and it wasn't easy. I, I picked Johnson Central to win by a touchdown. I, I think it's going to be one of those type of games. I agree completely. And that was what I did, back and forth on the scores. But then I saw how Johnson Central beat Corbin, and I'm like, yeah, this is a team playing inspired, doing it for the following coach. So, yeah, I'm picking Johnson Central. Class 5A. Here's another. I mean, you got South Warren at yeah. Woodford County. That might be that could be the best game of the playoffs this Friday night. But then you also you have Owensboro at Frederick Douglass. Five A man, my yeah, goodness, these were tough. These were very tough. First you got South at Woodford County. I mean we've talked about South Warren, and I'm going to still kind of stick with my gut and say like if they can get past this game against Woodford County, I think they will win the state championship. That's what I'm going to go with. I think that South Warren is going to find a way to do it because the defense has been really good. You know, we've talked a lot about Caden Veldkamp and Kobe Martin and those guys, but the defense has won them some big games. You know, they held Bowling Green to like a field goal, and uh, they've been just really solid year after year. So I pick South Warren. Uh, they're going to win over Woodford County, who is having an unbelievable season. 13-0, and 0. that was a team, you know, you kind of brought them to my attention yeah. earlier in this season. Uh, so I think that'll be a, a fun and a good win for them. And then you got Orangeboro at Frederick Douglass. You have to give props to Orangeboro after losing Gavin Wimsett to open the year. He went to Rutgers. They have missed a beat, 12-1. and one. Uh, So it's been really, really impressive. I guess, yeah, they haven't lost since Gavin Wimsett yeah, lost. Yeah, their only loss was St. X when they to had To open Wimsett. the year. Yeah. And so since then they've been rolling and – Frederick Douglass has been good as always. So for me, I'm picking Frederick Douglass to beat Orangeboro, and I'm going with the South Warren-Frederick uh, State Final. Yeah, I picked South Warren to win it all before the playoffs started, so I'm sticking with them. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we've talked a lot about their weapons, but, you know, Woodford County is, is another one of those teams that's uh, really 
um, you know, been on the rise. Uh, they haven't been to the state finals since 1978. So uh, if they can get back there, it'd be a huge accomplishment for them. I, in my mind, Dennis Johnson is the coach of the year in the state uh, with what they've done. And, you know, nobody was talking that, about them before the season started, really. Um, and, you know, they, they beat a pretty good Covington Catholic team 28-14 to 14 last week. So, um, But I, I'm sticking with South Warren. The Owensboro-Frederick Douglass game, I think, is is incredibly tough pick. Yeah. I'll be honest. I had Frederick Douglass losing last week to Southwestern. So um, I that was a huge miss on my part. I had Southwestern going to the state final. I thought I thought, I thought, thought Woodford County and Frederick Douglass might not be quite as good as their records. Yeah. And so I kind of had someone sneaking in a, ahead of them. But I'm not going to make that mistake this week. Yeah. I, you know. I think if Owensboro had Wimsett, I would pick them. But I think this is where it finally st- you finally see that difference, maybe. Mm-hmm. And you know, Freddie Douglas has a lot of weapons. Um, you know, Danky heading to UK, one of the best wide receivers in the state. Uh, their defense has been pretty solid. Now you could argue their schedule hasn't been all that good. And the one time they played somebody really good in Boyle County, they got destroyed. Yeah. So uh, I think that was part of my my rationale for not picking them to get to the state final before the playoffs started. But I, I think this is a good matchup for them, and, mm-hmm. and I, I think they'll find a way to win Friday night. Yeah. Finally, it's time for Class 6A. Yeah. Uh, let's get to it. Yeah. Let's start with Madison Central at St. X. Let's start with that one, mainly because I don't think that'll be as entertaining as it yes. is, in my brutally honest opinion. I, I think St. X wins pretty comfortably. You can't take away from what Madison Central did, you know, especially the way they were beating, like, Oldham County and the way they played well. They made me into a believer that they deserved to be in this position. And they've become, like you wrote about it, the Cinderella story uh, of the group. Uh, And they were able to bounce back well uh, after a rough end to the regular season. Uh, They played nice in the playoffs. St. X didn't break a sweat against Davis County. An 11-1 Davis County team that became 11-2. Jack Savory, he's proven that he's not just going to run the ball, he's going to throw it, and I'm going to save uh, your comments that you had on Twitter about him uh, for a little bit later. I'll let you talk about him. But, yeah, I got Sanex winning it, uh, and, yeah, I think that they will be in the state <coughs> championship. It's been a while since Kevin Wallace has played for a state title, but I think this is the year he's going to yeah. do it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. You know, Madison Central has been very good, and they've got a really good sophomore running back, uh, Brady Hensley. Yeah. He's rushed for – Almost 1,700 yards and 28 touchdowns. They, they've played well. But um, I, I sort of feel like I'm out on an island making this point about Jack Savory. And and I'm not saying he should win Mr. Football, but I think he should be talked about for Mr. Football a lot more than he is. Um, I mean, look at what he did last week against Davies County. 10 for 11, 232 yards passing and three touchdowns, and ran for 101 yards and two touchdowns. On 11 carries. I mean, he has carried that offense. Yes. Makai Smith is very good. Yes. Walsh is a decent running back who's who's been out for a few – you know, he's been in and out with injuries. But where, where would that team be without Jack Savory? Yes. I agree. I mean, I, I think they're like a, a second-round playoff out without this kid. I mean, this kid and their defense is very – and I'm not saying they don't have talent. Don't get me wrong. They have plenty of talent, especially on that defensive side of the ball. But but Jack Savory has carried that offense um, against a very good schedule. And, you know, we talked a lot about Joe Humphreys, the Davis County quarterback, you know, last week and the numbers he's put up. And he's probably the front runner for Mr. Football. And if he wins it, 
great. He probably deserves it based on the numbers he's put up. But how can you watch that game last week and say that he deserves to win the Mr. Football over Jack's 40? Yeah. I, I don't think you can. No. So uh, you, you mentioned Twitter, and uh, Jawan Northington at Manual is an outstanding running back. I'm a huge fan of his. Of course. And he was voted the player of the year in that district. And that's fine, but I don't see how you can compare those two, him and Savori, and say that Savori did deserve player of the year in that district based on the numbers, based on what they accomplished, and, and, and based on sort of their value to their team. Now, Northington carries manual as well. Of course. So I'll give him that, but he missed some games, and I, I just think I think we sort of overlooked how valuable – and how great of a season Jack Savory's had. The reason why it's a fair argument, you can just look at last year, they were six and three. Two years ago, they were eight and five. Yeah. They were losing in the playoffs. They you know what I mean? It wasn't yeah. there was no such thing of like, could they beat Mel or could they beat Trinity? This year, they almost beat Mel, and they'll probably beat Mel in the state final, and they've beaten Trinity. Right. So yeah, they're twelve and one, and they're in a state final. And yeah, it's because of Jack Savoy. So it is a fair argument to make, uh, and he's gotten better each and every week. You know, he started the year just like, okay, he's just gonna run the ball. Like, there's coaches on record that say he ain't throwing it. You know, and right. he's throwing it right now, and he's throwing it at a high level. So it's a fair argument to make. And yeah, also you kind of mentioned like Manuel. They won games when Northington didn't play. Yeah. Say next, they're not winning the game if Jack Savoy is not on the field. So I think it's proof that you look at the last few years. Not that they weren't good the last few years, but we're talking state championship right. type team yeah. with Jack Savoy. So I, I agree with you that he does deserve um, a lot of credit and a lot of praise for the type of year he had. In a way, I wasn't even here, but it kind of reminds me of like a Garrett Dennis at yeah, Mel. I was going to make that exact point. I you mean, know, <laughs> he has carried that team a lot like Garrett Dennis. Now he's done it in a different way. Yeah, yeah. Um, although you know Garrett Dennis was a was a run first quarterback, that's for sure. But you know he had some weapons to throw to. They probably threw about the. To be honest, they probably thrown the ball about the same amount of times. So yeah. yeah, it's very similar to the way Garrett Dennis carried that male team a few years ago. Yeah, and finally. Trinity at Mel. A rematch of last year's state final. The last two state finals. The last two, yeah. And obviously Trinity uh, had the upper hand, but obviously Mel is the favorite right now. Man, it, it shouldn't be that hard to pick it. And honestly, it's not. No. Um, Trinity, I mean, they're doing exactly what we said they were going to do. They were going to struggle to start the year. When they played the district opponents and they played the in-state teams that are not teams that are playing the IMG Academy, it's going to be back to reality. They were going to win. Granted, they played even better than I thought they were going to, the way they beat Ryle, the way they beat Ballard. So I give them props that they played even better. And if you ask me next year, who's the favorite to win Class 6A? I'm probably going to say Trinity. But now it's Mel. It's Mel's to lose. That they're in position. They are on a totally different level right now. I think the game, it'll probably be close at times, and I think Mel will pull away. But I I'm, but I also wouldn't be surprised if Mel just put a running clock on him, too, because that's how they're playing. I don't think that's going to happen, but I wouldn't be surprised. I think you went too far right there. I did. I mean, I, I, <laughs> my actual score, I picked Mel 35-21. to 21. Yeah. 
and I think again that's going to come around late uh, at the end of the game. Yeah. So yeah, the Trinity folks don't say that I went on record saying it's going to be a running <laughs> clock because I didn't. I said Mel's going to win, but yeah, I think it could be a competitive game for sure. Yeah. <laughs> one 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 point I f- forgot to make when we were talking about Saint X Madison Central. Um, that number two seed for Saint X worked out pretty well. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Kevin Wallace complained and complained and complained about, about the that. RBI yeah. all year long. He cruised. but, I, but I, I, I think that number two seed. I, I don't think he's crying about that one right now, <laughs> given that uh, you know he didn't have to face Trinity or Mayo in the semifinals. Yeah. So um, that worked out well. But you know Trinity Mayo, you're right. You know it's not surprising Trinity's here for anyone who's ever followed football around here for the last. 30 years, uh, you know, the, the 0-6 start didn't matter. And, no. uh, you know, it just made them better. Um, their defense is playing a lot better. Um, you know, they have sophomores who are, you know, Brady McEnany is, is outstanding. I mean, <laughs> this is a, a first-team All-State kind of kid. Uh, just, I think he forced two fumbles last week at Ryle, recovered one of them. Uh, Gabe Mingus, their their sophomore safety, sophomore safety had a had a pick six. Um, so that defense is making plays all over the field. Um, I mean, th- this is just like 2018. Yeah, uh, yeah, just like it, literally uh, identical. <laughs> you know, going to the state semifinals, uh, nobody really gave Trinity a chance, and they pushed that one to the limit, and and almost had Mail beat. Um, now you know Mail's a little banged up, you know. Uh, Daniel Sweeney, the running back. Uh, I talked to Chris Wolf today. He says he's at least eighty percent. So, you know, he didn't have to play very much against North Harden. I think he only had three carries. So, uh, you know, and, and how important is he? He ran for two hundred seventeen yards against Trinity the first time they played. So, uh, if he's healthy, you look out. And you know, but uh, and Selah Brown didn't play last week against North Harden either. Um, kind of an undisclosed injury there. Chris Wolf said he's a game time decision Friday night. So. Mm. Take Selah Brown off that defense, uh, and it looks a little different. So uh, we'll see Friday night if, if Brown plays and how effective he is. But uh, still, to me, to me, it's about male seniors. Yeah, Shuddy, Anthony, Rabonchik, uh, all those guys on their defense. Elijah Manning. Uh, you know, if Selah Brown plays, those guys are just conditioned to win. Yeah. And I, and I think that's the difference in these two teams right now. These Trinity kids, yeah, they won the last two state titles, but how much did those that these kids contribute to those? I right. mean, that was a senior dominated team last year. They only had one starter back, uh, Armand Tucker and and uh, a lineman. So I, it's just hard for me to imagine this male team not going out with a state title. I think it's going to be really tough. Yeah, I think Friday, I think Trinity's going to throw the kitchen sink at them. Yep, I think they're going to you're going to see Trinity do some you know try some things maybe that you haven't seen from them all year. Yeah, so we kind of knew Bob Beatty's pattern yep. in games like this when he didn't have the best team. Maybe some things he try. We have no clue what Jay Cobb might might pull out Friday night. So. Um, I, I think that's going to be an interesting aspect of the game, and I think it's going to be an outstanding game. Uh, but, yes, I, I, I think Mail wins. Regardless, it's going to be fun. It is. It's going to be a great environment, and I look forward to that and the crowd. Like People finally get like one of those type of games that they're looking for, especially yeah. because Trinity just, yeah, they have nothing to I lose. I mean, it, it's a 7 o'clock kickoff yeah. Friday night at Mail. 
by about five o'clock Friday, you're going to be tired of your family. <laughs> you know, you're going to be tired of watching bad college football. Uh, it's probably going to be a little chilly, but you, you probably want to get a, to mail a little early get a good seat, and you're going to see a great high school football game. Yeah, I look forward to it. So it's going to be fun to just be there and take it all in. And, and again, regardless of what might happen, it's like we're going to be watching teams. Like someone's going to be going to the state championship yep. after Friday. So that by itself is a lot of excitement and looking forward to a lot of the coverage and, again, following scores uh, throughout the state. Yep. Uh, because from Class A to Class 6A, like you can look at every game in every class and say, okay, that could be a good game. That could be a good game. So, really, I'm really looking forward to not only the 6A games, but yeah. 5A, 4A, yep. 3A, 2A, yep. and Class A. So Yeah, probably worth mentioning it in case this is the only time anyone looks at any of this stuff. The kickoff times are a little different Friday night. Yeah. The, the Madison Central at St. X game starts at 6. Yeah. So uh, that's a little different. And then, like we said, Trinity at Males at 7. So if you're going to attend either of those games, just kind of take note of when they start because it's a little different than usual. Yeah. So uh, And if you do not attend the games or not, you can always go to us for all of that coverage. So we're going to have roundups, stories, scores, videos, photos, you name it, from these games. So... Uh, we look forward to it, and I hope you all enjoy the coverage uh, because, yeah, the road to Kroger Field, it continues. Yep. So we thank you all for listening to this week's Prep Rally Podcast. For Jason Frakes, I'm Dominique Gates. Thank you, and we'll see you next week. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yes, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving.